sit down for a minute. Almost for me to give you another break like I did the last time. Just sit and relax. So far, this show's been aw awfully slow. So they never really see me coming Buttercup with the green stripes I'm power puffing Any Monday with undies and bunches Can come in and swing and get hey. a mirror for trap If they think I'm bluffing Hey, no much hey, Welcome back, Chris We got Chris back this week Yeah, guys, good to, uh, good to be back It's been a while yep. We are going to tackle Last weekend's Comic-Con So we wanted to have you on A lot, a lot of new Marvel news and some very mediocre DC news. <laughs> so we wanted to have very, you on to talk about it. Very mediocre. Yep. We're going to start the week off with a fat fuck segment. R.I.P. the Choco Taco discontinued. Yes. After years and years of enjoying this frozen treat, Klondike decided to pull the plug and get rid of it. Fuck Klondike. <laughs> fuck Klondike, yeah. exactly. Yes. A, a great um, summer, a place summer treat. Does made Choco Tacos. Oh, yeah? And they have their own Choco Taco adult beverage also, which is like a frozen milkshake. Um... But yeah, this is sad news for all. It is. Choco Taco was the goat. They had it in our high school, in our cafeteria. That's how popular they were. Yep. So, RIP yep. Choco Taco. And the, and the second uh, fat news uh, topic I want to talk about is Joey Chestnut. We talked about him a couple weeks ago with the uh, 4th of July hot dog eating contest and his goat performance where he choked out a bitch and uh, still won the thing. And uh, and this week, Kane's uh, Chicken. Uh, I know there's one in Boston. Never been. Uh, they're they're coming up in the country throughout bigger cities. Um, nothing around here, but uh, just Boston. Um, but he ate 44 Kane's Chicken fi fingers in five minutes, making it a world record. Fucking disgusting. It's <laughs> a lot of chicken fingers. It's a lot of chicken fingers. Do you get sauce? Uh, is it to use sauce? I have no idea. Or do you not have the time? I would no be able to eat no chicken fingers without sauce. Yeah. They probably <laughs> let him use water, though. That's what they do with the hot dogs, right? They yeah. call them shits in uh, water. Yeah. 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 They probably like dipped them in water or something. Uh, it's, it's one thing to have a warm is... hot dog boiled. It's another thing to fucking have cold hot dog water and white bread. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Joey Chester. His body must be doing great. Yeah. Healthier, healthier than I am. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's a lot healthier than I am. On the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking nuts. Uh, this week, that's, that's it for our fat books. Uh, this week I watched a movie, a lost movie. Uh, I'm going to try to, okay. by, the end of this, by the end of the summer, I'm going to try to watch a summer movie. 
that I have every week until the end of summer. And this week I watched one. I can't believe it took me 30 years to watch this movie. I'm going to play a clip and you'll know exactly what movie it is. Are you fucking kidding me? Never seen it. I watched. I watched uh, Field of Dreams this week. Never saw it before. I couldn't believe it, how awesome that movie is, and how I yeah, skipped it. Skipped it out. Fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. I. Uh, it's uh, everything I love about movies. It's sci-fi. It's. Uh, I love sports, fantasy movies like that. So yeah, it was awesome, and it had a lot of my favorite actors in it too from the early nineties. James Earl Jones and. At like McDonald's, they were doing yeah. like some promotion this summer. Yeah, I remember those. Like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, I remember those. And uh, yeah. I got it for like two bucks or something like that. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, I remember uh, it was great. It's a great movie. I actually, uh, I was flicking through the channels and it came on, and uh, everyone, was, I just kind of watched it for a few minutes, and my family had no idea that uh, James Earl Jones was the voice of Darth Vader, so mm. it set me off on a <laughs> uh, quick Star Wars tangent. Oh yeah, these, in, these ingrates <laughs> that I'm living with. <laughs> yeah, that that happens every once in a while. Somebody will say something like that to me. You've never seen what? I mean, you say it to me when like feel the dreams. I've never seen it. Like, uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's one. It's you one said of those that to me things. a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've uh, watching different movies. Yeah, the Goonies. You never watched that? I did. I watched it so many times. No, yeah, yeah. Never, 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 never saw it. I thought it was awesome. I'd probably give it a four, four out of five. Yeah. Which is uh, oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, easily. The Goonies or feel um, the dreams. Uh, well, both. Goonies, Goonies back in the day, four and a half. Nowadays, it doesn't hold up, but, uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel the Dreams, awesome I definitely... Uh, yeah, I give Feel the Dreams a four now. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, if you guys have any recommendation yeah. for summer movies, I I have, like, four weeks left, so I'm gonna watch one every week. Um, mm. I, I know I know we watched Jaws last year for the first time, so, uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good one for this year. And I don't know what else, I don't know what else, some baseball movie or something would work. But yeah, this week we are going to talk about the San Diego Comic Con follow up because we covered last Thursday and Friday before we recorded, and we didn't we didn't cover Saturday and Sunday. And Saturday was huge, so we're going to break down San Diego Comic now. Past uh, Comic Cons, my first uh, rem- my first memory of Comic Con was two thousand and one. No, yeah, two thousand and one. It was um, they released the poster to Spider Man Two with Doc Ock. The first time you saw Doc Ock, it was right after the huge success of the first Spider Man with Tobey Maguire, and uh, it was just an incredible poster. And it was the first time I ever really remember Comic Con. Being, being a part of my lexicon. Um, and then, of course, throughout the years, there's been different trailer reveals. Like, I remember when the Kick-Ass trailer came out, teaser trailer, there was a camera uh, clip of it that was online, and I got so hyped up for that movie, and it, and it definitely paid off uh, a couple years or a year later. But Comic-Con has always been a jumping point since since I, since I remember for these comic book movies, and especially now, it's become a... It's become a cultural phenomenon. Um, I don't know the Twitter numbers, but I'm sure Twitter went fucking crazy last week, and especially during the Marvel panel. But we're going to get into it. 
There was a lot of stuff that happened, mostly in the Marvel side. DC did have their panel yes. to a whimper and a very, very dull audience. Because they, they had to distance themselves, or they felt they had to distance themselves from The Flash and Aquaman because of all the shit with Amber Heard. And they took their big two potential news-making moments out of the Comic-Con, which they could have done something with, and they decided to lay it all on the shoulders of The Rock. Um, and Shazam, which is a good movie. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the sequel, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah I, I really like Shazam a lot. But they, yeah, but they Shazam did, was but right. It's also yeah. partly... It's partly a Christmas movie, so that's probably part of it. And uh, yeah, but I thought it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, they did release a new trailer for that. Um, pretty much what you would expect yep. that movie to be—a sequel setting up, uh, setting up some new villains that have a Greek god-like connection. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it, it looks it I, looks uh, decent. I was a little disappointed with um, the fact that it doesn't look like Mister Mind is going to be in it. Mm. Or whatever the fuck that little caterpillar was at the end of Shazam. Right. Right, <laughs> it was right, apparently right. like his biggest like his biggest enemy. Because I thought they yeah. were setting that up for the sequel. <laughs> I was looking forward to Mr. Mind, and I also kinda it was very eerily uh, similar to Thor mm. Love and Thunder. You know, yeah. it's like there it's like a lot of the god play and all of a sudden it's mm. like it's almost identical to I mean, not so much the bad guy of gore in Thor and Love and Thunder, but now it's set up Russell Crowe in a sequel you know, with Hercules and, and things like that. So yeah. it's like, it's like they, all of a sudden DC comes out and it's the same type of deal about yeah. you know, battling the gods. And I, yeah. Yeah. And even, know, and even black Adam is like the next, this, the next panel they had, they only had two panels and the next one they had was the rock coming out in this awkward looking harness. And he had, he came up, he came rising out of the uh, ceiling or whatever the hell it was. And, uh, Debuted the new trailer to Black Adam, and it looks it looks like a typical rock action summer movie, and the, the it does it. I can't name a rock movie that I would jump out and, and go see right away, um, and this is just exactly like one of those type of rock movies. Yeah, um, it, and he's been so. Movies are fast food. Yeah. To, to me, it just seems like um, the Rock has too much power. Like the Rock is such a star and such a force, it seems like they just gave him complete creative control in what was once a very promising idea and a very sinister character yep. because that's how he wanted to play it. It's becoming more and more like I'm the Rock. Yep. yep. And now yep. I have now I have the Rock and I have superpowers. Like I don't know if the Rock actually believes that he has superpowers now. I think he um, does. I'm huge, <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Rock fan, and they probably yeah, had to put him in that huge harness because he's. 400 pounds of solid muscle. Yep. Um, so they had to put him in that, that special uh, shackle harness to, to get him out of the floor. But I, I just, I don't know. Like, there was something very fishy about how long it took to come out. And I yep. don't know if it was because yep. The Rock got creative control and started slashing it up to make it more Rock-esque. I just, I, I really was looking forward to this in the beginning. And the longer it take, took to come out and the more The Rock is involved in this, I'm afraid that I like I'm not as excited about it. I mean, of course I'm going to go see it, but it's just there's something yeah, off about it. It's I agree. Like, it, yeah, it, it always it was, like, it was like the scorpion. It was like the scorpion king. Yeah, Only exactly. Now yeah. it's yeah. like you know the the whole Shazam character is designed like why can't you just let this guy be a bad guy? Yeah, like he's intended. I understand yeah. he becomes eventually becomes an antihero, but why don't you just play a bad guy? 
And I don't yeah. know if he's afraid to hurt his image with being a bad guy. Like, you know, I, I just don't understand it, but it's it's not looking great, especially compared to yeah. all the, the Marvel stuff. And Marvel hasn't it, Marvel's been good, but they haven't been like super super great the last couple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been it's been above yep. average, I would say, but it's still leaps and bounds above DC and what they're doing. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, whoever's yeah. in charge just needs to give it up. Black yeah. Adam should have been the bad guy in Shazam one. He should have been, and then he could have had his own movie where he turned into the maybe more of a good guy, still being an anti-hero. But he should have been in in the first Shazam movie. He should. They he should have made a whole. Oh, go ahead, Ram. Sorry. I say he should have at least debuted in the second Shazam if it wasn't in the first one. I think it could have set up a Black Adam stinger at the end of the first one, and he could have been the main villain in the second one, and then had a villain slash antihero arc in that movie, which would have made sense, and then do the solo movie later on with a little bit of his origin that wasn't shown in that. And and Shazam is powerful enough to take on Superman and, and the Justice League. Almost by himself. I mean, he. I mean, he kind of does in, in numerous comics. I mean, he kind of you know battles them. So they very easily could have yeah. had him in a Thanos-like role with somebody else. You know, kind of playing like you know like a dual bad guy type deal, yeah. um, and kind of going about it that way. And, and it would have been way more promising. I just the idea of him being a lead character is just it's over. It's, it, it hasn't. The Rock hasn't pulled interest like that in a long time. Yeah, and fun this movies he does. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, I was just saying this movie didn't happen until the DC universe movie universe fell apart. Um, yeah, the minute right. the Snyder, the minute the Snyderverse and and they lost faith in that is when they started to go to these bigger projects or smaller projects to try to make bigger. And that I think yeah. that's why it took so long for this movie to be made. Number one is they're trying to find the next Snyderverse, the next big thing that's going to pick audiences. But yeah, the, I mean, it looks bad. It, it doesn't you look, look at good. The, you look at the history of what's happening, right? I mean, I understand, you know, that the Flash is falling apart. So he's probably Ezra Miller is probably. I mean, he's probably done. Ezra is probably done. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, the second one was a was a terrible movie. Yeah. Um, yep. Superman, sup, the Supermans were all right. They were they were decent. They weren't they weren't outstanding, but they weren't so bad that you were like, oh man, it's terrible. And he wasn't um, given it. He wasn't given a chance, which we talked about before. Yeah. Cavill, Cavill wasn't given the chance to be the be a great Superman, which he could have no, easily been. Exactly. And then you know the the Batman portion of the Justice League was good. I think Batfleck did a lot better than a lot of people give him credit oh, yeah. for, as far as you know awesome. his, his role and especially the uh, the fight scenes and stuff like that. But I, I just don't understand. Like, it's just I don't I don't know. Man, I'm so frustrated. I don't, I don't even have the words anymore for it because it's just. Every time I see something from DC, I'm just like, what, like what, like the Peacemaker, who, you know, like why can't we give that to James? Why can't we give something else to James Gunn? You know, yeah. or, you know, <laughs> Creative Minds over there, and they let them do something else. I mean, James Gunn is about to be done with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three after the third one. He's done. Yeah. Have him do something. Maybe have him give it to him, but yeah, yeah, give him all the money to do something with the DC universe. Don't give it to J.J. Abrams or any of those fucking guys. Just give it to yeah. give it to him. Give it to somebody like, J- like uh, James Gunn that knows how to tackle those characters. And uh, speaking of Suicide Squad and all that, uh, they did announce that Viola Davis is coming back as Amanda Waller in Black Adam. Um, and also, and of course, last weekend the big rumor was Henry Cavill was going to be at the comic-con panel and he didn't show up and of course the internet went went ballistic on dc because of the Weren't rumor which wasn't COVID? there <laughs> huh, yeah yeah 
and uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a mess over there. And like I mentioned before, the whole, the only reason that, that was a subpar panel, especially after the Marvel panel, which just just swept it under the rug, was because of all the controversy with the Flash and Aquaman two and Amber Heard and Ezra Miller. If that shit did not happen, you would have seen Michael Keaton in in that Hall H. You would have seen some sort of a trailer. That movie wasn't that movie supposed to come out already by now or in the fall? It's supposed to come out in yeah, November. Yeah, was yeah. the fall that got moved. And the Flash was supposed to come out in the fall or uh, around there because it got pushed to. Flash next, was supposed uh, to come out six different times. Yeah, but yes, they it just got pushed to out that, to that the last time. Psychopath. They just need to dump him. Yeah, yeah. And the Flash I, was supposed I, to be a team up with uh, with Cy- oh, with uh, Cyborg at one point, and then originally just, with yeah. Cyborg. Yeah, yeah. Another, another terrible Justice idea. Justice League no, happened. Nobody yeah. really wants to see it unless they had done it right. If they'd done it right, that would have been a great, great for a comic, kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy type deal. Where it's like, yeah. oh, you know, two guys who you don't expect, but they're just ruining it. And the problem, you know, and that's a good point about um, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller and, you know, Cable. And um, you have all these great, these good actors because uh, Henry's a good actor. You mm-hmm. know, he's pretty decent in, in the, some of the things he's in. And then you're putting The Rock as the main character. So he's going to be like, just, it's going to be like a like a really heavy boulder held up, you know what I'm saying, by, mm-hmm. by sturdy supports. But he, he can't act. Like, he's not a good actor. No, so right. they should just they should have just let him because Shazam doesn't say a lot, you know what I'm saying? So he could have been you know over there of a man of few words, just beating the crap out of everyone and just keep it as that. I I don't know, man. I can't I can't say I'm how disappointed I am anymore. Yeah, it's very yeah, frustrating. It's, it's it's frustrating. It's being a fans of this stuff and wanting to see, especially Superman, is wanting to see fucking Brainiac. Brainiac has not been in the DC movie universe at at all yet. And, and people like Mr. Mystique, plus villain, iconic villains in the Superman lexicon have not been in the movie universe. And that and that franchise has been in the movie since the 70s. It was the first major movie franchise. And they've only tackled Zod and Lex Luthor. And, and that's Zod it. was excellent. And Zod, Zod was excellent. And both times. Terrence yep. Stamp and yeah. what's his name that was in the new, in the new uh, Man of Steel. Well, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Gene Hackman was Gene excellent. Gene Hackman, great and great as Lex Luthor. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Well, no, yeah. uh, uh, Gene Hackman was uh, Lex Luthor, not Zod. But, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Michael Michael Shannon was. I mean, as far as you know, the especially the first Superman, I thought it was very well done. You know, yeah. with Zod coming yeah. down, and, and they did a great job, and then it just kind of slipped through their hands. Yeah. But it, they just they got to get they just got to start over. They have to hit the reset button. I, I mean, I don't know what they. I don't even know where they could go from now. You know, it's like they probably have to scrap everything, but they're not going to. They shelled out so much money for all this bullshit. That now you're stuck, you know. And I like Jason Momoa, and Aquaman was good, but I don't know yep. how great Aquaman two is going to be to where it can just, you know, he's Jason Momoa is not going to save the DC universe, you yeah, because he's just, yeah. you know, he's a good. I like Jason Momoa; he's a good actor. You know, he's definitely a better actor than The Rock, but he's an action. You know, he's just that's all the movie he does. So it's like Jason Momoa playing Jason Momoa, whereas The Rock yep. plays The Rock. You know, yeah, they're putting these movies on the wrong shoulders to hold up, like you mentioned. The, the Rock and Jason Momoa are not not the two people um, you want to hold these franchises up. You know, the, the bad guy in the first Shazam, um, I'm trying to think of the actor. He was in uh, Rock and Rolla. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's good. Um, yeah, I forget I forget his name, but he would have been perfect for Shazam himself. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Someone who has that 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 Middle Eastern complexion, you know, can mm-hmm. play a Middle Easterner because he's done it before. He was in, uh, he was in that uh, Middle Eastern movie with Jamie Foxx and... Uh, Chris Cooper and all that. I forget which one about bombs in Iraq or whatever. 
But you got to get one of those actors who's a serious actor and has some weight. I mean, yeah. I mean, look what they did with Josh Brolin. Yep. You know, and Thanos. You bring in someone that can fucking act yep. to be the person that's going to <laughs> steal the steal the spotlight. Yep. You know, so it's just disappointing, man. There's a reason why we haven't seen Zachary Levi and the and the Rock standing next to each other because he probably dwarfs him. So it's oh, yeah. it's it just they just got the rock. The rock is there because he's a boulder, like you said. That's all he's there for. No, so. exactly. But it's now it's cartoonish. Yep, cartoonish. You know what I'm saying? And yep. it's right. cartoonish and it's it's yeah. over the top because it's the rock. So it's going to be yep. like you know fucking uh, um, Jumanji only you know and Scorpion King only. Now he's wearing a costume with a with a black uh, with lightning bolt on it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and beating the shit out of everyone. Yep. Surprised you didn't get Kevin Hart in the movie. Yeah, I know no shit. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> They're Kevin doing that. They are doing. He's gonna play the Rock's dick. They are doing that super super dogs uh, superhero cartoon thing. Did you see that? Yeah, I heard yeah, it. Pretty good. Yeah. And that might be good because it's just his voice. <laughs> yeah. and he's supposed to be goofy yeah. and cartoony. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'm more looking yep. forward to that than I am fucking anything uh, on their slate right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zack Snyder this week uh, continue our DC talk not too many, that's actually the last thing Zack Snyder announced that he's going to be on <laughs> T-Titans Go on Cartoon Network he's going to be playing himself kind of doing a parody of himself and the the whole uh, Batman v Superman thing, so they got Snyder back but not in the right way they wanted so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know it's, it's what a mess. the fuck it's a mess. But yeah, that's it for that's it for DC. DC kind of went out with a whimper, and uh, a couple a couple of things before we get into the Marvel panel. Uh, never watched the Orville, but they're coming out on all the episodes on Hulu and uh, Disney Plus, streaming on August tenth. Uh, might get into it. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about starts on August fifth. I don't know if you caught up with all the Sandman clips that's on Netflix and trailers, but holy fuck, this isn't probably now. It's my most most excited project I want to see TV show right now is the Sandman that's coming out on Netflix. Um, the last trailer, the Comic-Con trailer, looked incredible, and the two clips that came out with it looked incredible as well. I don't know if you guys had caught up on those or not. Yeah. Um, you did? Okay. Yeah, I did. You did, yeah. It, it looks great. I can't wait. Um, also, the interview, really interview with a Vampire uh, coming out with a series as well. They released a trailer for that. It's a, I guess, uh, closer to the book, which I don't know much about the book, but I, I did watch the great. movie a long, long time ago. And it, it does look great. And uh, I think it comes out on AMC, AMC, AMC Plus. It's one of those. And the guy is the, the lead guy is the, is the guy from Game of Thrones who uh, the uh, black guy, fuck with, um, I think he's the one, the eunuch. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's the lead guy. Yeah, um, fuck, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But he, was, he, was, he was pretty huge in the Game of Thrones series. So, But yeah, let's get into the biggest part of this whole entire Comic-Con last weekend, which dwarfed everything else in the comparison, was the Marvel Studios, what they called Mega Hall H Panel. Um, it was delayed 10 or 15 minutes because somebody pulled the fire alarm, which I thought it was funny. I was following this yeah. whole entire thing for... For until nine thirty last last Saturday night, trying to get as much info information as I could, and then of course throughout the week I was getting more information when more 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 stuff was being introduced by Kevin Feige in different interviews and whatnot. But uh, in the early in the afternoon, they released a teaser poster for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which you saw the first official image of Kang the Conqueror, and you also saw Casey Lang, who is Scott Lang's daughter, in her 
uh, in her costume as well in the poster. Um, that was released in the afternoon, and then at night when the when the when the panel started, they talked about the phases. And Kevin Feige came out and talked about Phase Four, and the official end of Phase Four is going to be Wakanda Forever. Um, and She Hulk is it? yep, it is. And She Hulk is the next uh, next thing that's coming out in a couple weeks. And Wakanda, Wakanda Forever comes out in November, and that's going to be the end of Phase Four. So then he got into Phase Five. Which a lot of these have already been announced, but they put dates on them, um, and uh, we'll get into it. Phase five starts on fe- in February of 2023 next year with Ant-Man Quant- Ant- Ant- and the Lost Quantum Mania. That's going to be the first project that comes out. Then after that, Secret Invasion in the spring, Guardians of the Galaxy in May. Guardian, and it's going to be the last uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie with James Gunn in the original cast. Um, summer of next year, Echo, which is currently filming a spinoff of yes. uh, Hawkeye. About a dolphin. Yep. It is, yes, you're right. It's on the video game. <laughs> yes, you're right. Um, also next summer, which is also currently filming, Loki Season 2, follow-up of the uh, last season, which was pretty good. Um, next July, The Marvels, also currently filming. Uh, Going to be a follow-up follow of Captain Marvel and also, also uh, Monica Rambeau from WandaVision and Miss Marvel. From Miss Marvel, so looking forward to that. Fall of 2023, Ironheart, who we saw, we're going to talk about a little later. Who we saw the very first image and video of in the Wakanda Forever trailer. Ironheart, Riri Williams, um, comes out in the fall. November, Blade reboot, Mahershala Ali. Probably out of all of this, out of all of this, except for the next thing we're going to talk about, probably my most excited thing that I'm looking forward to. Um, For me, Agatha... It's, it's second behind Guardians. Yeah, second behind Guardians, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we get some footage. Yep. Agatha House of Harkness has changed to Coven of Chaos. Agatha Coven, Coven of Chaos comes out in the winter of 2024. And spring of 2024, they finally made it official. Daredevil. 18 episodes. Born Again. Daredevil Born Again. Highly, highly looking That's forward to this. A lot of episodes. Yeah, a lot of episodes. 18, yes, um, it's like four kinda, and a half months. Yeah. I kind of hope they split it. I yeah. hope they kind of split it in half, so half they spring, may. half fall. And we'll get into it a little bit later, but this is a preliminary list. I mean, once they get into D23 in September, this this stuff will be flushed out a lot more, especially Phase 6, which yeah. they kind of glossed over, which they did announce, so we'll get into it. And, of course, uh, ending out Phase... Well, the second to last movie in Phase Five, Captain America. New, 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 new for life. order. For, for life. Captain America: New World Order, and then final, final movie in that, in that run, is going to come out in. I don't know. I don't have. Oh, here it is. Uh, July of next year, twenty no, twenty four, not next year. Thunderbolts, which has been rumored and it's been in the trades for years. And uh, they're finally coming in, and they're saying Thunderbolt Ross will be a part of it. I don't know if it'll be past footage because uh, William Hurt did pass away this year. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, if they have Red Hulk in there and all that, um, and of course they released the She-Hulk trailer and they released a new poster with She-Hulk, which looks incredible. Her breaking the fourth wall. You see Wong in the trailer, which has been rumored that he'll be in it. Um, and then of course at the very end of the trailer, you see Daredevil. In a brand new, almost comic a comic like costume for the first time. Uh, so looking forward to that comes out in August thir- uh, August seventeenth on Disney Plus. 
Um, uh, let's see. What if uh, season three already in production? They did. They did the animation panel the day before, and it felt like the animation stuff was disconnected from everything that they announced on Saturday. Um, and it almost seems like the animation stuff has become part of the multiverse of everything, where it's different iterations of stories rather than continuations. It's it's uh, different multiverses, uh, like what if it's basically. And when they talked about the uh, Spider-Man. Uh, freshman year cartoon it seemed like that was also going to be a multiverse story rather than a continuation of the whole tony stark thing which we'll get into in a, in a couple minutes um and then they got into phase six very last very last thing that uh feige announced before he got into the wakanda forever trailer and uh, guardians of the galaxy trailer and all that stuff uh, very first movie in Phase 6 coming out November of 2024 is The Fantastic Four. Nothing else Nothing else uh, announced about it. No director, no cast yet. But like I said, I think D23, we're going to get cast, cast and director announcements, and they're going to be filling in all the gaps because they only announced three movies in Phase 6. They released the first one, and then they released the name of the two Avengers movies that are going to close out Phase 6 in May and November of 2025. So we're getting two Avengers movies in, in 2025. And the first one is Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret War, which has been rumored for years, ever since Endgame pretty much. Um, and the whole entire multiverse, the minute it started, Secret Wars was always what everybody thought was going to be the cap to everything so 2025, November 2025. Um, yeah, it, it looks the, it looks like this slate could be huge. Um, I, the only thing that they didn't didn't talk about at at the Comic Con was Armor Wars. It's the only thing that wasn't announced there. But like I said, D23 they'll 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 fill in those gaps. Um, so next thing that he that he decided to talk about was they released a trailer to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, didn't release it to the uh, to the internet, but they'd release it to the crowd there. Big thing out of it was how emotional it was and how you see Baby Rocket. I don't know if you guys saw the clip of Baby Rocket or not. It leaked online, but um, uh, it's basically a flashback scene of a baby raccoon that's being taken by probably the High Evolutionary or somebody. But um, yeah, it comes out in November on November 11th. So, uh, no, that comes out that comes out next May. Uh, then November, Black Panther comes out, and they released a trailer, and that did come out online, and that was a very, very emotional trailer. Looked amazing. Um, pretty much what you'd expect. You expected to see some sort of a funeral for T'Challa. You expected to see Riri Williams because you knew you knew Ironheart was going to be in it, and rumors were Namor was going to be in it. And I thought they did Namor pretty well. Uh, I know there's a lot of controversy with Namor right now because of the whole Atlantis thing, which we'll get into in a few minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, they officially announced the, the saga is called the Multiverse Saga. They announced that. Um, Ant-Man is going to debut the character, the villain, MODOK. They released mm. that information. Uh, Guardi yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Borat 2 breakout star Maria Bakalova is voicing Cosmo the Space Dog. Um, it confirms that the movie is going to be is going to be confirmed. It confirmed the Rocket's backstory is going to be prominently shown in the movie. Uh, Gamora leads the Ravagers in the trailer, and Peacemaker star 
I don't know how I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he was the yeah, leader of try. the. <laughs> yep, but he's going to be playing the High Evolutionary. Um, don't know much about the High Evolutionary other than he he does experiments on beings and animals, and that's pretty much where the rocket stuff's going to be connected to that. Um, and like I mentioned, no updates on Armor Wars and Werewolf by Night, which has been filmed already, um, but it's supposed to come out in in, uh, in, uh, in October as a Halloween special. Um, and uh, D23, looking that forward the one to that. Is Kino's doing? Yes, yeah, he directed that. Um, okay. Yeah, but there's no announcements on Shang-Chi 2. Uh, no mention of the mutants, no mention of Armor Wars, no mention of Werewolf by Night, no mention of Deadpool 3 or Nova, which are all trade stuff that was in Hollywood Reporter that hasn't and uh, Variety that have not been officially announced yet, but nothing like that. Um, and it was also announced later on in the week that the Russos won't return for the next Avengers films. They aren't signed on for uh, they weren't signed on for Secret Wars, which they've been talking about for doing wanting to do for years, especially after Endgame. And uh, and I know uh, the guy who directed um, Shang Chi is directing uh, Destin is directing Kang Dynasty. They announced that this week. Um, she Hulk's fourth wall breaks aren't just for comedy. Uh, it's going to have a lot of big surprises. You kind of get that hint in the feel from the trailer that they released for She Hulk. Um, looking forward to that. Um, uh, although although the animation doesn't look great so far, I hope I hope it's there's something no, that they've released. The it looks better now no. than it did when the first trailer came out. It has evolved, yes. It has it definitely evolved. evolved, but it's, uh, it's still cause for pause. I mean, I, I'm hoping that they just did that just to kind of throw people off so they're not really, you know, they're moving an on when it comes out. Yep. Um, so, but I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. No. I am I, looking forward to yeah. She-Hulk, just not the CGI. animation. CGI. Yep. Uh, Kevin Feige says that Spider-Man and Daredevil will lead Marvel Street-level heroes. Yeah, no mention of Spider-Man in the panel, which they don't usually mention in the Comic-Con because it's a Sony Sony product. Um, but yeah, uh, we know that there's there's talks of a new trilogy, especially with the Venom symbiote in the MCU now. Um, and, and of course, the, the Secret Wars of it all, where the symbiote eventually debuts as uh, the black Spider-Man, black-suited Spider-Man, so... I don't know if that's where it'll culminate or not, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, it was announced, like I had mentioned before, Spider-Man Freshman Year will be a multiverse story. Instead of Tony Stark being his mentor and showing up at Peter's apartment like he did in, home, in uh, Civil War, it'll be Norman Osborn will be his mentor. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about the cartoons. I'm not, more, I'm not as excited for them now as I was when I thought they were actually part of the storyline. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really care about it as much. So, um, the Fantastic Four will not be an origin story. It'll be a continuation, which is smart. They've told the story twice already. Um, there's a way of bringing him in without doing an origin story. I think that'll work. Um, I, I have faith in it. Um, in the She-Hulk trailer, there was a quick glance of a poster in the background. They showed a poster of Johnny Blaze. Um, I don't know if you guys had saw that or not. Um, yeah. It was a very quick and quick, and you miss it. You have to zoom in to find it. But it was a poster of Johnny Blaze, uh, who was, of course, uh, Ghost Rider. Um, and uh, I don't know, I don't know it, when or if we'll see him in 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 time, but we'll see. Um, and of course, Black Panther two trailer. You saw Namor for the first time. I thought Namor looked good. 
they changed the origin of the of Atlantis. They changed it to Telokin, who is, which is a. They want to differentiate him from the DC's Aquaman and the Atlantis and everything. They wanted to give him a a different mythology, so they did, added an Aztec mythology, and that name means a place of paradise for those who died through drowning or lightning, and it's ruled by an Aztec deity. So they're going there, and they hired a. Um, a Mexican or Latin American actor to play Namor, so that's the way they're going with it, which is kind of cool. Um, differentiates himself from the uh, Arthur of everything with uh, the DC Universe and Aquaman. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, and and that trailer was amazing, the Wakanda trailer. Um, and they update they updated a few new schedules throughout uh, 2026, which is Phase Seven. I won't get into the dates, but they did they did release a, a few dates there that will be coming out. Um, a lot of these titles that were announced last Saturday were leaked out Friday. Um, there was uh, registered trademarks that came out of these titles. Secret Wars, Kang Dynasty, New World Order, The Thunderbolts, Multiverse Saga. And some of the titles that weren't announced that they did have registered trademarks for were Avengers Eternity War. Red Guardian Generation, Runaways, a new, the New Era. I don't know if you guys watched the Runaways. I saw the first season; it was yeah. pretty good. Uh, it was Fox um, or Hulu. Um, the Nomad, who's isn't that? Uh, that's pretty much uh, Captain America, isn't it? Is that another name yeah. for Captain? Yeah. Um, Hercules: Rise of the Gods, Shang Chi and the Wreckage of Time, Midnight Suns, which has been rumored for years. Uh, Midnight Suns, Blade, and and. Um, Black yep. Knight and a whole bunch of uh, Black Knight Origins, um, Avengers Excursion, Avengers Timeless, Avengers Academy, aka the Young Avengers, Captain America Red, White, and Black, and Celestials End of Time. Those are all new registered trademarks of so stuff that hasn't been announced or hasn't been put on the schedule yet. So we'll see about that. Um, Feige had also mentioned this week that uh, Hall, Hall D23. We'll showcase a lot more things and go behind the scenes of of uh, films and specials and series. And uh, they they did announce that there will be a lot more stuff to talk about in September. So looking and, forward to that. Yeah, and uh, the whole Nomad thing is um, they did an interview with Chris Evans who said that he is going to come back as a form of Captain America. So the Nomad does make sense as to bring him back into the yep. universe. Because he said that he didn't want to be Captain America right away, because um, they were talking about uh, Captain America movie with um, which we call it uh, the Falcon Sam, uh, Sam Wilson. Yeah, uh, yeah Sam Wilson. Yeah. Um, and Chris Evans had said, you know, I don't want to step on his toes in his first solo yep. solo outing as Captain America. So, yep. um, and to be honest with you, like I, I really I don't know how the Avengers would look without you know Chris Evans or. Possibly Tony, because they're talking about bringing for, for back a form of Tony Stark uh, too, yep. um, and Secret Wars and things like that. So um, I'm hoping that they kind of do that. Um, I wouldn't want them necessarily take a, you know, a huge role, um, but it'd be good to see those guys uh, kind of come full circle in another way. Yep. yep. Yeah. Per- perfect time to do it with the multiverse. So, yeah, so many, so many different uh, ways of doing it. So uh, yeah, so and right now. Oh, well, my bad. No, I was, I was gonna. I was just gonna say that was it for the for the Marvel panel. That was um, that was it. No, no more uh, no more news out of it. And looking forward to D twenty three in September. Yeah, crushed crushed DC. Yep, that crushed roll it. out that rollout. Yep. Crushed yep. them. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, uh, let's get into the actual news, because that was a lot, and that was all in an hour and a half of a panel. That was a lot of news. So we'll get into the actual news of the week. No DC theme, right? No, fuck that. <laughs> but we are going to start the week off with a trailer roundup. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Did you end up seeing that this week? I Stop did. motion. I did. Yeah. Yep. Stop motion. Okay. Yeah, it does. Uh, Guillermo del Toro uh, has a couple of good movies in his pocket with uh, Pan's Labyrinth and. Pan's Labyrinth is excellent. Yep, great movie. Um, and uh, Shape of Water is that him too? Uh, and of course, yep. he did, he did all the Hellboys. Yeah. So he he's a great he's well, a great. Well, the two, not the new one. You do the yeah. good ones. Yep, yep. But yeah, they released a trailer. Uh, stop motion. Looks pretty good. Um, stop motion animation. Um, yeah, not much to say about it. Uh, the other trailer that was released this week, Sylvester Stallone in Samaritan. He stars so as bad. a... Yep, he stars as a retired superhero. Uh, he ends up befriending a kid in the in the movie. Um, he comes out of hiding to try to stop some evil doing that's going on. Um it's Stallone being Stallone. Looks good. Comes out on Prime, I think, next month or month after. I can't remember. Comes Perfect. out pretty soon, though. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. The Marilyn Monroe trailer, Blonde. I think it comes out on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Um, yep. Trailer looks good. Uh, Anna De, De Armas, uh, she was in She was in Bond, the latest Knives Bond. Out. Knives Out. Uh, she's playing Marilyn Monroe. Looks incredible in the trailer. Looks incredible in all the posters that they've recreated with her. Um. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Gene it. Gene Kendall looks incredible. NC NC17. Uh, I guess it's a fictionalized version of the story of uh, Marilyn Monroe, yes. and a lot of sexualized I think, stuff. Uh, in it. JFK is just his character is just known as the president or something like that. Yep. Or the politician. Yeah. And uh, Bobby Cannavale. Yep. Uh, kind of. Yeah. It's yes. Be, uh, Joe DiMaggio. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. Nice. Looks I like good. him. Um, and also this week, they released a trailer for Oppenheimer, uh, Christopher Nolan's yes. next movie, black and white, very, very, very quick teaser trailer. Um, it was out, it was out last week, and they released it online yesterday. So, looks good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure is that movie supposed to be in black and white like the trailer? Do you know? Yeah, it is. Okay, I think it is. Yeah. Yep. I, I kind of figured that once the trailer came out. I, I also heard a rumor that it might turn black and white, and then a bomb goes off, go to color. Okay. Nobody really knows. Yep. Uh, a couple of people died this week. Um, of co- of course, every mobster that was famous in the '90s has passed away for some reason, uh, old age, I guess. But uh, this week it was Paul Sorvino passed away. Goodfellas actor in a whole bunch of uh, '90s, '80s, '70s movies. You've seen you've seen him, I'm sure, in, in things um, other than Goodfellas. But um, father of Mira Sorvino. Um, yeah, passed yep. away this week. Uh, David Warner, he uh, was in The Omen, which I never saw. He was in Tron, which I've seen. He was in t- Titanic. He passed away at the age of 80. Um, David Warner... Who was he in Titanic? I uh, uh, can't remember. It's been so long, but I, I re- I've seen a picture yeah, of him. David Warner was the, uh, the pompous asshole's uh, bodyguard. Yep. The one at the end. He, That's uh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, okay. the one the one thing that I haven't seen mentioned once... This week of David Warner's what movie he was in that was iconic to my childhood, 
But uh, play this one song and it'll you'll know exactly what it's called. Dr. Baxter. Yep. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep. He played. He played the uh, the guy who had the ooze, the secret of the ooze, and uh, and he ends up dancing to that song in the in the Vanilla Ice concert at the very end of the movie. But yeah, uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, character actor in a lot of things. Uh, you recognize him in a whole bunch of different things. But he wasn't um, actually uh, back Baxter. Although that's who he was intended to be. Yes, he was yeah. some other, it was some other guy. Yep. He was, he was yep. essentially Doctor Baxter. Yep. Um, Joseph Quinn, who played Eddie. I don't know. Uh, we haven't talked to you in a while, Chris. What were your thoughts on Stranger Things? Oh, it was excellent. It yep. was uh, very well done. Um, I had a theory before everyone else in, the, in my house, and they're way more. Autumn and Eli are way bigger fans of uh, Stranger Things. Um, but I had the theory immediately upon it that Eddie was going to come back as like a Vecna puppet. Yep. Um, and then eventually turn on him, and I'm almost a positive, like, I, he's some sort of vampire creature I think he comes back as, is what they kind of hinted at, so. Yep. Um, what a kick-ass character, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I guess he awesome. I guess he comes back and he's a ba- initially a bad guy, and then um, he ends up, you know, he's supposedly supposed to help break the curse or whatever. Um, yep. It's kind of how they, they, they're portraying what is possibly going to happen, so. Uh, but it was excellent. I, I uh, I'd seen the first couple episodes of the first season uh, when it first came out, and then I didn't watch it at all until recently. I, I kind of watched everything and caught back up. It was uh, it was really good. Cool. So yeah, I, I loved it. Um, it, it got me back into it because I kind of lost uh, lost uh, touch with it after the third season, which is kind of mediocre. Yeah. But this season was incredible. It's uh, the best season awesome. of them all. And uh, Eddie Eddie yeah, Munson is Eddie Eddie Munson is my favorite character on TV right now. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope he does come back. It would be a perfect way of him being a puppet, and uh, yeah. and uh, it's been hinted to even with the Master of Puppets song. You can th- you can think is that a hint to uh, him coming back? So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but this week he announced he announced he was in an interview with Jimmy Fallon, and he said that he was in a immigration office trying to get into the country to do the interview, and uh, the people that were giving him a pat down at the airport. They one of his colleagues looks at him and he's like, "Leave Eddie alone." And the other guy was like, uh, "It's Eddie from Stranger Things." Oh, wait, wait, you're Eddie Munson. So yeah, they, he he was he was getting recognized. He's a British guy. He he looks totally different in all the interviews you've seen. If you've seen him in interviews, he's a British guy, very short hair. doesn't doesn't look anything or act anything like Eddie Munson in real life. But uh, yeah, he's 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 an incredible actor, uh, and he was also in Game of Thrones. I, I don't remember yeah. him in Game of Thrones. He must have had a very quick scene he, in it. Very uh, small part. So I just watched Game of Thrones again for the for the fuck of it for like the fifteenth time. Um, <laughs> when Arya goes back to Winterfell in the last season, um, he's one of the guards at the Winterfell guards. Okay, and tells her she tells oh, her get, yeah. they, they tell her to get fucked, and she's like, "I'm going to get in here either way." And then they they run to Sansa and tell her, you know that. You know, some girls running around causing mischief. So, very small part, maybe five minutes of, of acting total. But, um, you know, what are what are your thoughts on the new uh, Game of Thrones series? Are you excited for it, like Kevin? So yeah, so I think it's going to be dope. I mean, anything that has to deal with, um, you know, the prequels and it gets into the history of, of shows, very much like uh, Saints of Newark. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I like all that stuff when they finally like bring things into fruition. Um, but I also am more. I'm more so looking forward to. Um, the snow um, mm. with Jon Snow coming back yep. because essentially yep. they said that they're going to rewrite the history of the last season 
So essentially, it's going to wipe yeah. out a lot of what happened in the last season um, and kind of be. Uh, or at least make it better. Yeah, make it better in certain ways. Certain characters are probably going to, you know, have the same fate, but a lot of characters are going to not have the same fate. And you know, they, yeah. they rushed it. They rushed the fuck out of it because of how much money it was costing yep. them to to produce it and stuff. And you know, even though I liked it, um, the more I watch it, the more I like it. It's also, yep. it leaves you, leaves you wanting a lot more. And it's like, you know, they, they definitely yeah. could have had another two, two or three full episodes to kind of explain things before they just kind of, you know, one minute there. And this was. Uh... The snow idea was actually Kit Harrington's idea. He pitched the show himself. Yep, so I heard that. You know, if he's, he's all on board. I mean, because he's terrible at everything yeah. else he does. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been great. <laughs> well, I mean, he it's tough. A few things. When you're an iconic character, it's. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of those people have really it's tough times. Uh, yeah. He went to rehab after the show because it took he a toll. Developed yeah. a problem because he couldn't get over. It. He couldn't get over it. Yeah, because you, you, you act as that character, and that's the only character that people want to see yep. you as and, and recognize you as. And no matter what else he does, you know, just because of the fan base of women that he has, he's forever Jon Snow. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one cares yep. what else he does. And, you know, it's like if he was in the Eternals, and it's like you forget he was in the Eternals, you know. Um, yeah, bad, you know? bad placement for the Eternals, because I liked his character in that movie. It's probably the only thing that I remember from the movie, other than the big yep. uh, celestial at the end that ends up freezing in the ocean that nobody yep. ever talks about. But I wanted to ask yep. you about that, and the other thing I wanted to ask, uh, Lord of the Rings, you excited for that? The uh... Oh, I am super, super duper excited for um, yeah. the Me Amazon too. Lord of the Rings. Me too. Um, they're, they're taking liberties with it, which is fine. Yep. You know, I mean, especially with the with the prequel stuff, because it's already, you know what I'm saying, like, you got to set up the origin story. I mean, it's, it's leading to uh, Saur- Sauron um, yep. and, you know, his origins and, you know, how they get there. But other than the few books that kind of lead up to it and kind of talk about it there's nothing that's really written about it so yep. it's cool to see all the characters young and fighting the wars and you know all the stuff that beforehand so like i said i love that stuff i love all the prequel stuff and all the history that leads up to it and you know i'm lord of the rings is my my number one of all time so i'm a big lord of the rings nut not so much the hobbit the the first hobbit was all right and then the second two I, I think i told you guys before i walked out of the third movie i was so disappointed yeah, I had a, we had a couple of buddy, buddies of mine uh, on a couple of weeks ago to talk The Hobbit and uh, Lord of the Rings and Stranger yeah. Things and D&D and all that. And they had brought yeah. up how uh, how it doesn't connect to the book. So I ended up listening to The Hobbit book. I've been getting into the books lately. I'm, I'm right now doing Fellowship of the Ring um, yeah. audiobook. But yeah, I can understand the 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 hate for those Hobbit movies after, after the book. The book is a very short book and they added so many liberties to those movies that turned it into try to turn it into a long trilogy like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You you can't do that with a ten hour fucking audiobook. You you you're trying well, to add so much to it to make it epic, yeah. but it, it failed. And and Peter Jackson didn't want to do it. Yep. So it's like if at that point yep. if if my director was like you know and he had directed the Lord of the Rings, yep. it was like I 100 percent don't want to be a part of this, but you're forcing me for contract reasons. I would have been like, all right, I got to let Peter Jackson go, unfortunately, and try and find another way to to get these movies made because he didn't care. And he said that multiple times. In the first one, you could see it. It just it starts off high and it just kind of nosedived. And it has the same problem that a lot of these trilogies and, and long books that are adaptations fall into is there wasn't enough time to cram everything into three hour movies to get to do it justice. You know, so it's like you, you're and then they took a lot of liberties. So it's like you took a lot of stuff out, but then you put a lot of stuff in that doesn't make sense. And, you know, it just, uh, 
it was very weird, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, at the end, uh, what's his name? The, the king just dies. You know, it's like yeah. you know yeah. he didn't he didn't have a very fitting death for the you know for how noble he was throughout the entire book. He kind of just turned evil. It was evil for the entire movie, and then I don't know. It was just it made me angry, man. It took me it took me years to finally watch the third one. Uh, mm. you know, <laughs> kind of check the whole thing out because I remember I was so fucking mad. I was like, I can't. I can't deal with it. You know, it was like one of those things where I, I, I was like, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to watch this or how I'm going to deal with it. I tried to read the Wikipedia and I just was like, you know, so I'm excited. So the, the TV series looks great and I'm, uh, you know, anything prequels I'm, I'm all about. So yeah, for this series, we're going to do a rewatch. Kevin, Kevin's seen the movies, didn't really like them as much. Uh, got later on in this, in the series in Lord of the Rings, he liked it a little bit. Um, but we're going to do a rewatch when the series comes out. Um, and uh, we're going to have my other two friends cover Fellowship in Two Towers, and I'd like you to come on and cover Return of the King. Um, yeah. Huge movie. Uh, it, was, it was what got yeah. me hooked to the whole entire franchise, so I'd like you to come on with us, and we'll, we'll discuss uh, the finale of The Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. and probably probably in the fall. Probably October, maybe September. Be, we'll see. It'll be after the show. Um, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, right now, I mean, I work six 13-hour days. Yep. Yeah. Um, with the one day off, so I'm not gonna have time to sit down because I want to watch the extended editions. Yep. Um, don't obviously. don't do that. Don't do that. So don't, don't watch do the that. Don't do don't watch the extended editions. Watch the regular ones. Well, he's seen he's seen them. It's just watching I've it again. Them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would get I would give them. I mean, unless you re- like, because there's some things that you you find out. But I mean, unless you're really really into it, and you plan on being into it. I w- I wouldn't waste the. I would waste your time on the the extra stuff because there's and so extra. much extra. There's so much extra shit, yeah. and some of it doesn't even matter. Some of it's just fanboy. It's like if you're a yeah. fan of Lord of the Rings, you'd be like, "Oh right. my god, that's awesome!" But if you're not a fan of it, like I was watching it a couple months ago, and I was like, "All right, I'm like, I like this is great, but like, I want to get back to you know the main action of the original okay. two hour movie." You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they go into great lengths to, to show you some of the detail that they put in. Um, I, I love them, but at the same time, it's if you're not like a true true, true fan, I wouldn't. Wouldn't get into it, so maybe watch the first one and see if you know if you're into that. After that, you you know maybe go forward with the other two. But I mean, for like three three and a half hours, you just kind of it's a little bit long. to the, the backstory of Lord of the Rings. So yeah, one of them clocks Same in with at the four. Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Hobbit two four hours. It's like yeah, yeah. Yep, we're getting into that in the fall. Uh, so you're definitely welcome on to cover uh, Return yeah, of the King. Absolutely. So yep. Um, also this week, uh, they they announced Disney Plus is going to have the Aragon. I don't know if you if you've ever seen the Aragon uh, movie that came out in the two thousands uh, about the dragon. I have not. Um, yeah. They're coming out with a series. Uh, the series it's a series of books. I think four books, and they only covered the first book because the movie did so poorly in the box office, so they never continued the series in the in the films. But Disney Plus is doing an actual series um, adaptation of it, and it's going to come out. Um, and uh, they just announced it this week. Um, Todd McFarlane uh, said that he wants to make the Spawn reboot. He's been talking about it for years. I think Jamie Foxx was connected to a Spawn reboot at one point. Yeah, he's been talking about this for a long fucking time. Uh, now uh, he wants it to become a streaming service, um, which I could see happening. Um, yeah, it's Spawn. Spawn is Spawn. Nighty Spawn is okay, so we'll see. Um, a lot of Creed and... Uh, Creed related news this week. Uh, Creed three comes out. It was supposed to come out in November. Got pushed back to March. Um, it's uh, filmed currently filmed. Um, and Drago, a spinoff movie, um, who uh, was in the Creed two, 
um, is going to be coming out. Um, it's it, it was just announced this week, and it's going to be written by some guy. I don't know who he is, so I'm not going to say. You, but yeah, when you introduced when you introduced that subject. I thought you were talking about the band Creed. Oh no, no, no. I was going to. No, I was about to fucking set myself on fire and walk away from you guys forever. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, we're talking Creed. There's Creed news. I'm like, Creed? No, no way. No, no fucking no, way, dude. No Creed. <laughs> no Michael, Michael B. Jordan. And, yeah, uh, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Creed three. Uh, first, first Creed. First Creed was good. Second Creed was okay. Third Creed doesn't have Stallone in it, so I'm not sure uh, what they're doing. I think it was directed by. Was didn't Michael B. Jordan direct the third one? Yeah, he, he is directing. Yeah, yeah. Kugler did the first. Kugler did the first. Yeah. I don't know who did the second, and then uh, he's doing the third. Yeah. Second was very much a continuation of the Russia story with Drago and all that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, Wondering it was, coming it was back. Right. Yeah, it, was it was good. Whatever. It was alright. It was fine. The first one was really good. First, I liked one, the first one was really one good. First one was yeah. excellent. Like, was just, I mean, Google doesn't make bad movies, so. I mean, there's only so many times you can see the same fucking thing before it's like. Yeah. 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 Um, I know, Kevin, you're big into Call of Duty, um, Warzone. Uh, this week they announced yes. Terminator T1, T1000 and Terminator T800, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger character, are going to be skins in the yep. in the uh, game. I don't play it, so I don't know much about that, so I don't know if it's ex- something to be excited about. My skin right now is Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I actually purchased the Snoop Dogg skin because I had Call of Duty points, so it cost me like nine bucks. Wow. And uh, I get destroyed with the Snoop Dogg skin every night. It's a good time. His, his gun shoot marijuana bullets. <laughs> um, Kevin Feige wants to elevate Deadpool 3 to the levels of Civil War Infinity War and Ragnarok Kevin Feige's been doing a lot of interviews this week um, and he and he's very excited to be working with uh, Ryan Reynolds understandably and uh, yeah looking forward to that uh, hopefully announcement coming out in September um, th- I, I want I, I want them Ray as long as they do Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe oh my god I would I wouldn't would be, be opposed fucking amazing wouldn't be opposed to that in his own Ryan Ryan Reynolds yeah. universe like like a Marvel Universe but it's just Deadpool doing his own fucking thing but with all the yep. cast of characters that currently play Marvel characters that would be dope you what if it was yeah. what if it was Deadpool kills the multiverse. Wouldn't that be better I mean, if he went through if he went through the multiverse and started killing different iterations of these characters? It would be an yeah, incredible that, movie. Yeah, that would be that would be dope and just have all the same characters that have portrayed Holy Marvel fuck. characters the last fifteen years and just make a it's almost like a spoof of itself without being from a spoof the very, of itself. From the very first X Men movie, seeing him awesome. kill Oh my god. Yeah, it like would, all of them. He's just killing killing yeah, everybody. All of them. That that's amazing. I love that idea. I'm noting that as the idea of the week because I'm hoping for that now. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Um, yeah, that would be epic. Yep. Um, this week it was also announced that Alan Horn, who used to be the chairman of Disney, has joined Warner Brothers Discovery as a executive. Um, and it was also announced this week that Ben Affleck will appear in Aquaman two. It was announced yesterday yep. with um with uh. With uh, what's his name, Aquaman, uh, Momoa, yeah, Jason Momoa, yeah, Jason Momoa, yeah. And that's it for news this week. Um, yeah, not much. DC kind of whimpering, whimpering in our news segment as well. That was kind um, of their biggest news, and it wasn't even at Comic Con. <laughs> wasn't at Comic Con. It was announced a week later. So yeah, all that uh, Marvel news was like a really good fucking. You uh, you don't come at the end <laughs> with that wimpy DC news at the end. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a yeah. happy ending without the finish. Yep, exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, so this week uh, we're going to talk about Attitude Era Rewatch, July 28th, 1997, Raw is War Live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, kind of a boring show. It's leading up to SummerSlam 90, 1997, which we'll cover next week. Um, a couple of things of note I wanted to mention. Mick Foley is doing double duty in this show. He ends up coming out as Mick Mankind at one point, and then he comes out at Dude Love later on. Um, it's it's understated how great Mick Foley is at this time. Um, I've been listening to Mick Foley's podcast, and... It just so happens that because it's the 25th anniversary of, of his debut as well, he's pretty much on the same timeline we are. He's talking about the same stuff we're talking about weekly. So this week he actually was talking about King of the Ring and all the interviews that we've been talking about that he did with JR and and also um, and the Three Faces of Foley coming up. Um, yeah, it's incredible what he's doing with his alter egos on television. Um, I love it. Um, Gorilla Monsoon comes to ringside. And next week he announces that a new commissioner will be announced to help rein in the likes of Bret Hart and the Hart Foundation. So we'll see where that goes. Um, Dude, Dude Love and Steve Austin have a tag match. Uh, Dude Love is getting a great crowd reaction, but Austin is the loudest pop of the night. Um, it's the loudest I've heard since when I watched Ultimate Warrior Return in 1996. The audience just went fucking nuts. Um, oh, yeah, yeah it, he's huge. Um... The main event was Bret Hart versus the Patriot. Um, the Patriot's theme song is Kurt Angle's exact theme song two years earlier. Um, <laughs> yep. I remember HBK- when I heard Kurt's, so I knew I'd heard that before. Okay, yep. HBK uh, ends up inter- interrupting the match uh, when the ref's not paying attention and breaks the sharpshooter. And the pra- and Patriot ends up winning the match, pins him with the slowest three-count I've ever seen. Um, and that's it. There wasn't much that happened being a, fu- being a lead-up to SummerSlam. I know uh, the, right in the middle of the Attitude Era, DX is about to debut. Austin's about to break his neck with the uh, with the uh, with Owen match. And uh, going into the fall, we've got Kane, we've got the Hell in the Cell, we've got everything happening. There's a lot of shit's going to happen in the next few months. And it's kind of a slow period right before SummerSlam. I'm hoping SummerSlam kind of kicks everything that into high kicks gear. Kicks into gear. Yep, okay, it will. Yep. Yeah. So so it's a slow time. So yeah, that's that's it for Attitude Era rewatch, and that's it for the week. That's it for news. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, we haven't had Chris on in a while. Um, what um, were your thoughts on uh, What were your thoughts on Thor? You kind of mentioned it a little bit. What did you think of Thor: Love and Thunder? I, I loved it. Um, I mean, it's definitely in the same style of uh, Thor: Ragnarok. I mean, Ragnarok I think was a better movie um, yep. overall. Yeah, um, yeah. I like Thor, the God Butcher, uh, Christian Bale. You really can't go wrong with him. Um, but he was just it was rushed. Yeah. Um, yep. If If you're gonna brag that he's the best bad guy in the Marvel Universe and that you're kind of billing him to be that um, I almost feel like he'd have to have two movies you know like a, a type yeah. like that where you're, where you're kind of building him up to be that and you know other than kidnapping some children I mean he really didn't do anything 
that was like, oh, damn, this is, uh, this guy's a menace. Um, you know, so, and, it, and then it just had the effect of, like, Gore is here, and now he's fighting Thor, and it's like, it yep. almost, it's almost like he just, kinda, shows up and, yeah. just kind of fell out of the sky or came out of the shadows figuratively, and, like, now that now they're fighting, and you know, for the fate of the universe over, you know, I mean, so, Christian Bale was excellent, like, great acting, um, great yeah. cinematography, the, the black and white, yep. the, the hints of color, and the music, and, um, you know, just that whole, the whole, uh, you know, uh, the director, uh, Taiki, uh, Taika Waititi, yep. Taika Waititi? Yeah. Waititi is just, he's amazing, so it's yep. a good run, uh, great character, great storyline with Jane, um, you know, bringing her into it, and then Valhalla, and then, you know, hopefully they're moving to the whole God thing with, uh, you know, Zeus and Hercules. Uh, uh, looking forward, her- yeah, looking forward yeah, to Hercules. Yeah, super looking yeah. forward to Hercules and, and how they're, they're bringing him in, um, you know, eventually, hopefully, maybe be a part of the Avengers uh, going forward and, yep. and that stuff. So, uh, yeah, super excited. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I thought there should have been more God butchering. Uh, I thought he was very, very uh, weak uh, background with all of that stuff. And, yeah, it, it just seemed like yeah, like you're saying, it just seemed like he dropped in. You know, was mad was mad that his daughter died. Was mad that the gods didn't save him. He killed a couple of gods in a very weak yeah. way. Um, you know, and then. He's just fighting with Thor, and then Thor convinces him because Gore's not a really an actual bad guy. You know, Gore's just wanted revenge. Then all of a sudden, you know, it just should have been more. It should have been more chaos. It should have been more like Thanos, where Thanos yeah. comes in and, and fucks things up and beats the shit out of the Hulk, and you're like, oh my god, like, yep. you know, even though it doesn't happen in the com, the, you know, Thanos doesn't beat the Hulk in the comics like that. Um, yep. You know, um, I uh, I watched the offer. Um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. That. Oh, you did. Yep. Oh, the offer was so good. Uh, Al Ruddy, the, yeah, the Miles producer. Teller is awesome. Yeah, Miles Teller. That um, that whole process to make the Godfather was just dope. Um, yeah. It actually got my girl into watching the Godfather and awesome. some of her family. Like they never saw it, so it was like, you know, kind of get awesome. together that because the Godfather is the greatest movie of all time to me. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, the first and second, I, I consider them uh, tied together. I don't put I don't put them separate because I just think the Godfather one and two is is uh, just linked synonymously. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, other than Obi-Wan. that, I watched Obi Wan. I want to bring Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. Um, it killed it. Uh, the whole lightsaber scene at the end between yeah. you know, I, lo- I love Anakin, that. And it went from the blue hue of the lightsaber on his face when he was Anakin, and then it turned red. And it was like just a, yep. you know, there. A lot of these shows are coming a long way with like the the visual effects and the lighting, yep. and and you know, using things to their advantage, and just to see you and McGregor. You know, become Obi Wan and beat the fuck out of Vader. You know, and show that he was, you know, the man. Um, was uh, you know, it was just exhilarating. Some of the series I could have done without. Like some of it was like, yep. yeah. Uh, there were parts where I was definitely like, shit. Like Disney's kind of fucking me over on this one. Yep. Um, especially with the fact that Anakin looked like he was sixty in some scenes, <laughs> yep. and then some scenes <laughs> the flashback. Yeah, the flashback. Yeah, he looked was, old. Yeah. Yeah, it was like he's he's kind of haggard. So I wish they had kind of. I mean, considering yeah. all the CGI effects and faces that they, what Princess Leia and uh, Luke, who was the the, the general um, on the uh, Grand Moff, Grand Moff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, they they did a lot, and it's like they kind of let Anakin out to dry. He looked older than you uh, and McGregor, Obi Wan. Yeah. So it was kind of disappointing, but it's cool. I, I'm I'm looking forward to how they tie because they said they're going to tie it into the Mandalorian. Um, and Ahsoka and, and all that, yeah. Yep, sorry. Yeah. It starts tying things together, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But Ewan McGregor's character was excellent. Great acting. Um, and uh, I, I saw the interview with, um, oh, man, 
Gideon. Uh, oh, oh uh, John, Cla- John, Cla- uh, yeah, John, yeah, Cla- John, John, Cla- Cla- Yes, um, Esposito, yeah. So so they saw the interview with him, and um, he was describing um, the backstory of how when he first sees Luke, he he looks uh, terrified. And they were saying that, you know, in as far as when Luke shows up in The Mandalorian, it was kind of cool. He was talking like, at that point, Luke is a legend. Like, Luke is is almost a myth at that point because he he, all of a sudden he goes into a room with Darth Vader and um, Darth Sidious. And he's in there with them, and he comes out, and they're both dead. And then he disappears for a while, mm-hmm. and he shows back up, and he's, he's cutting people, mowing people down with his lightsaber. So he was like, you know, um, you know, I wanted to get that uh, that whole scene, like the the horror of him seeing Luke, because it's like this guy fucked those guys up. So I really have no chance <laughs> against Luke Skywalker. So, um, and it actually ties into the scene where Luke dies. Um, you know when he when he finally dies and he's uh he pulls that that Jedi mind trick at the end where he's fighting um uh goddamn he's fighting uh old boy at the end in the sand um the end of the new movie oh, uh, wow. the force of for, not the force awakens uh oh Ren yeah uh, Kylo Ren yeah. Uh, yeah, and he, you know, <laughs> it was like just the force of Luke's character. So it kind of brought me down that that path of like looking into the the history of the Jedi, and it's kind of cool to see yep. like just how powerful Luke Luke really was. And you know, by yep. all counts, Luke was the most powerful powerful Jedi. But it was just cool to see, to see Obi Wan, you know, taught Luke. You know, it's like just to see them show the power and be able to show the effects of like because you watch Star Wars in the the beginning, you know, in the seventies movies, it's like. All right, like you know, obviously they have powers, but they can't show that. And then to see them fuck, fucking yep. things up, it's 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 awesome. So, little tangent, um, but uh, like that. Uh, there are two other things I awesome. want to bring up. Uh, first one is: uh, Have you been watching um, Better Call Saul? I know Kevin's huge into it. Kevin didn't mention it this week, uh, last week's episode. Nope. Um, are well, you watching that? I have not seen the last. Uh, I'm not up to date. I'm two episodes behind. Yeah, I, have, I haven't watched uh, it. Oh, I haven't watched behind. it at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, two episodes was one of my favorite episodes of the series. Um, okay. They are now, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, they're, uh, it's good, Ray. You'll like it a lot. Um, yeah, we're going to You'll think about the, the Super Lab very differently once you watch it. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, this episode was good. Cool. Good. And the other thing I wanted to bring up is you had a very different opinion on Jurassic World Dominion than Kevin and I both did in leaving the theater. And yeah, that's where. Awesome. It's dinosaurs. I don't know what you guys... I don't know what type of fucking... It was focused with a little bit of dinosaurs. A oh, very, very I mean, small but, amount of dinosaurs. I mean, I, I, I understand that. But I, no, it, it was jam-packed with dinosaurs. It was just... I mean, it's at a point now where... I mean, they had to do with something a little bit different. So it was cool to see that the, you know, the prehistoric DNA of animals and the locusts that they're creating and the genetics is destroying the world in a different way, a much more realistic way, because it, it makes much more sense for somebody to create a locust crop and to bring back some of these these dinosaurs anyway. But, I mean, I thought it was great. I mean, I, was it rushed at the end? You know, where it has the three dinosaurs all fighting at the end, and it's like, this shit would never, some, this shit would never happen type deal? Yeah, I mean, some parts of it were like, <laughs> eh. But, I mean, for the most part, the nostalgia, like, it hit all the marks. Um, I thought Ian Malcolm was going to get killed, I thought Jeff Goldblum's character was toast, and I think it would have been a better way for her 
for him to go out. Yeah, I really wish they killed one of the original. Yeah, if they just, yeah, exactly. Kill Ellie, you know, or you know, Jeff Goldblum. I don't, I don't necessarily think that they could, would have killed Sam Neill's character, but no. No. Um, but you know, the fact that he's out there and he's waving at the dinosaur again, I was like, this, 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 it's, this is it. Like he's gonna die. It's gonna be a sad moment. <laughs> they, they could have definitely done a little bit better, but it was awesome. It was dinosaurs. They, they merged them together. It had all types of nostalgia, all types of quotes from the old movie, all types of references to the old movie. So I thought it was good. I mean, it, it could have been better, but um, it's definitely not the best Jurassic Park. I mean, because the original, not, nothing comes close to the original. But yeah, that was my big problem with it. Um, there's been so much saturation in the Jurassic World movie franchise, Jurassic Park franchise. Um, yeah. and, I, and I, I kind of mentioned that as well. Um, and... Yeah, we, we, we obliterated it because we, we were not happy when we left the theater. But it, it was the locust, the locust thing in the whole entire movie is what pisses, pissed me off about it. It was, it was the main yeah. focus. And I, I, I was expecting something a little bit more different. Something different, I guess. And um, at the end of the movie, the whole movie doesn't matter because the dinosaurs are just chilling like they were before everything took place in the movie. Like they were just... In the world, like, yeah, there were there were there were no stakes involved. There was nothing yeah. really. And, but I think they did that on purpose because I think that this is not going to be the last movie that Chris. You know, what I'm saying they got Chris Pratt. I think they said he's tied to another one more. Oh wow. Um. So I, I don't think this was going to be the. I don't think this was the end. They're making a boatload of fucking money off these things. I mean, it's sad because I that think they could they could have ended it. Maybe Chris Pratt could have died. You know, I mean, if I was if I did a trilogy, you know, I would want to go out. You know, in some way, shape, or form. So it had a lot of problems but i went there because i wanted to see the cool fucking dinosaurs they had that that weird fucking bird dinosaur that was in the water that was uh pretty dope and the cgi is you know light years ahead of what it what it was oh oh can you guys hear me yep gotcha so uh light years of what it was so um yeah i mean i loved it i thought it was a a, a good dinosaur movie i wasn't expecting anything fucking crazy because the other ones weren't weren't like that but i mean yeah. nothing holds a candle to the original and i don't think anything will hold a candle to the original I mean, it's a so, Spielberg. It was a Spielberg. I'll go see him, and I'll be just as happy. So, yeah, it was a Spielberg classic. It was. Uh, it was uh, whoa, Echo. Yeah, <laughs> it was right. good though. Um, yeah, that's it though. Unless you guys had anything else you want to talk about, that's that's it for the week. Um, yeah. I think I'm good, man. So, Chris, thanks for coming on. Come on anytime. Uh, we'll definitely yeah, come well, on for Lord of the Rings in the fall. Uh, we want to. We want to talk to you I'll about be on that. I'll definitely want to review. <laughs> With the baby, it's been uh, yeah. crazy. Uh, you know, it's crazy to get time and take you know, with work and everything else. But um, definitely be on uh, a lot more. There's some good stuff coming out. And I definitely want to be a part of all the Marvel rollout that's uh, coming out in the next. Uh, awesome. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff coming out in the fall. That's where all the TV shows are starting to debut. So, looking yeah. forward to that. And uh, thanks for everybody for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. Yeah. Fellas, it's so hard to say goodbye. Just like the old days, minus the hair and the satin. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Bob's your uncle. It's working. Why can't we get the last strip? There were four of us, Sean. We're missing a harmony. I got it. I'll do it. <clears throat>
It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday.